Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Man in the Hat podcast with your host, Luke Nortoon. Now, this is my first ever podcast, so when I was deciding to make a podcast, I had to figure out what am I going to talk about. It didn't take me very long, though, to figure out what I was going to talk about. If people that know me know two things about me. I love sports, and I love hats. So I thought to myself, why not add both and give it to the listeners? So that's exactly what I'm going to do in this podcast. I'm going to give people sports news. I'm also going to do a daily hat. So people are going to know what I'm wearing and kind of the history behind it. So let's jump right in and start this podcast. We're going to talk about the NFL's Wild Card Weekend this Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to talk about the Saturday matchups and the next day or two I'll add the Sunday matchups. So on Saturday, we got the Colts at the Bills, Rams at the Seahawks, and the Buccaneers at the Washington football team. And now, in these three matchups, I believe that the best matchup is going to be the Rams and the Seahawks. Now, the Rams and the Seahawks both come from the NFC West, with the Seahawks coming in first with a 12-4 record, the Rams in second with a 10-6 record. The interesting thing here is the NFC West could have had three teams potentially to make the playoffs had the Arizona Cardinals actually won their game. But let's go into that reason why the Arizona Cardinals did not win that game. Arizona Cardinals lost 18 to 7 to the Rams, ended up an 8 and 8 on the season. Cardinals spent time between two QBs, Chris Strebler and Kyler Murray. Strebler was 11 for 16 with 105 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Kyla Murray was 8 for 11, had 87 yards. Both quarterbacks had two sacks. Looking closer, we can look at the box score of the game and understand why it wasn't that close. The Rams had 333 yards of total offense, while Arizona only had 214. The Rams had 21 first downs. Cardinals only had 15. Biggest difference maker why the Rams won the game is they had 15 more minutes of possession than the Cardinals did. Oh, and another thing that doesn't help is Strebler threw an 84-yard pick six at the end of the second half. So, usually most teams will take it easy at the end of the second quarter going to halftime, maybe tied or down by a field goal or touchdown, but in this case, that's why you don't go for touchdowns at the end of the half. Ended up throwing a pick and ended up why they lost the game. So now, going back to the Rams and Seahawks, they both they have matched up 46 times, with the Seahawks having the matchup 25 to 21, including one postseason matchup. Obviously, this NFL season and sports in general have been very different this year. With COVID, there's been a lot of new restrictions and different rules that have been made to make sure everybody's safe, getting tested, so on and so forth. But the really surprising thing is the NFL was still able to have 16 weeks of football and now still have playoffs coming as well. So really, it's a big props to the NFL and their staff and members to make sure this season happens. So now, since the Rams and Seahawks are in the same division, they meet twice. They split the season series 1-1 with the last game coming on December 27th. The Rams ended up losing... 20-9. 20-9. Jared Goff didn't play that great. He was 24 for 43. 
230 yards and one pick. And their nine points came from three field goals from Matt Gay. On the other hand, you have Russell Wilson. He was 20 for 32, 225 yards, a rushing touchdown, and a passing touchdown to Jacob Hollister. After looking up at this matchup, we can kind of go into this Saturday game looking how the teams line up against each other. Looking at the offensive side, the Rams are ranked 11th in offense with 230, with 23 points a game and 377 yards. The Seahawks, ranked 17th in offense, had 28.7 points a game and 369.5 yards. The tale of the tape here is the defensive side of the ball is a completely different story. The Rams were first in league defense and first in opposing defense as well. The Rams only allowed 12 rushing touchdowns and 17 touchdowns for receptions. The Rams' opposition held the quarterbacks to a 63 completion rate with 347 out of 548 attempts and only allowing 3,051 yards. The Seahawks ranked 31st in passing yard opposition, allowing 66% completion and 450 out of 674, allowing almost 5,000 yards and 23 touchdowns. Rushing defense was a little bit better for both teams. The Rams ranked first, or the Rams ranked third with 388 attempted and only 1,400 yards. Seahawks ranked fifth with 392 attempted and 1,529 yards. And now before I get into the key players and performers, let's get into our hat of the day. The hat of the day is presented by Adidas, the 2017 Golden State Warriors championship hat. The Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 4-1, with Kevin Durant taking home the finals MVP after averaging 35 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists a game. That season saw the Warriors go 67-15 and in first place in the Western Conference. The crazy story, though, gets into the playoffs. The Warriors went a 16-1, and with their only loss coming in Game 4 of the Finals, where Kyrie Irving dropped 40 points. And there you have it. That's the hat of the day presented by the Golden State Warriors. So now, jumping into Saturday's matchup, we can kind of see some players that have been performing at a high level this year for both teams. You got quarterback Russell Wilson. He's had a 68.8% completion rate with over 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 13 picks. And now we've got a couple of running backs and receivers. we got running back Chris Carson with 680 yards with five touchdowns. We've got wide receiver Taylor, Tyler Lockett with 100 catches for 10 touchdowns and over 1,000 receiving yards. Then you got DK Metcalf, who's been an absolute monster, and I actually had him on my fantasy football team, but I'm not that fan of – I'm not that big of a fan of fantasy football anyways, but he had 83 catches for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. And now field goal kicker Jason Myers was – Perfect on field goal attempts, 24 for 24. Two of those included 50 yards, and he was 49 out of 53 on extra points. Now looking at the Ram side of the ball, you got Jared Goff, who's been pretty decent, but not obviously as good as numbers as Russell Wilson had. 
He was 67% completion rate, 3,900 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 13 picks. Rams have running back Cam Akers, who had 625 yards and two touchdowns. Daryl Henderson, who had 624 yards and five touchdowns. Receivers Cooper Cup and Robert Woods combined nine touchdowns and over 1,800 receiving yards. One of the players in questions for the Rams, Tyler Higbee, who's been pretty decent this year. He started 15 games. He's got five touchdowns and 500 yards. He's questionable with a elbow injury. Sports Bettings has the Seahawks over the Rams by four and a half points. And I think by looking at everything, that's a fair estimate. I think the big key for either team here, it's going to be offensive side of the ball. But if Jared Goff's not playing that game, Russell Wilson's going to throw all over the Rams. So I think easily the Seahawks have the offensive advantage with their receiving core. Um, considering Russell Wilson had a tremendous season, one of the MVP candidates, but knowing the Rams defensive side of the ball is pretty spectacular. You got the beast Aaron Donald, who's been huge since he's been in the league. I expect it to be a close game. I bet it's probably a field goal game at most, but I could be wrong. Obviously, I'm not the greatest guy when it comes to betting because I don't bet, so... My take is, let's see here, it's going to be, I bet it's going to be under 30 points, going to be 24-27, Seahawks win. And now, like I said before, I'm going to go over the Sunday's events another day, but this is just my first podcast introducing everybody to the wide world of sports and my love for hats. I thank you everybody who's listened and everybody who's going to join That's it for today, and have a fantastic night.